A door opened behind me and Lestrade came quietly into the room. A gleam of suppressed excitement in his eye. He exchanged a cryptic glance with Gregson, who quietly went out. After a nod to me, Lestrade, who had evidently heard the old man's story at least once before, took over the questioning. Now, Dad, just where did this strange encounter of yours with the naked man take place? "'Twas in Upper Swandam Lane, Your Honor." "'And when?' "'Long bout the middle of last night.' The Strahd placed two fingers, close together, upon the huge map of London that occupied one wall. "'Upper Swandam Lane, Doctor, and right here's the pier where the, er, evidence was found,' to the witness." What did this strange man look like, apart from not being dressed? The fellow in the chair looked from one of us to the other. Well, he was a sight taller than either you, gentlemen. Lean enough so at his ribs stuck out. But not wasted, nor feeble, strong as an ox he was. Dark or fair? Young or old? Well... He was grey, or partly so. All this description, I noted to myself, tallied well with Holmes's account of the man who had worn the shirt. Lestrade pressed on. Any sign that this chap had been shot, wounded? Ha! Not him! After another question or two, Lestrade beckoned me to follow him out into the corridor. Gregson was there, and with him a one-eyed rascally-looking fellow, accoutred in some of the garments of a sailor. This man the detectives introduced to me as Jones, one of the most valuable informers in the pay of the CID. I remember thinking that the pay of an informer must be modest indeed, for this man appeared not much this side of starvation. Jones's story, which he repeated in a rough and hurried whisper at the request of the detectives, was that he had been last night at the Salvation Army Shelter on Sydney Street, where he had witnessed an incident so incredible that he decided it must be brought directly to Lestrade's attention. Though not until this evening, I gathered, had the inspector been receptive to his story. The informer was carrying with him a ragged, dirty cloth cap, which he said had been left behind at the shelter by an incredibly strong man. This individual had spoken to Jones there, had shared his soup and tea, and then had suddenly jumped up out of his bed and departed. At midnight the doors were kept locked, but the man had forced them open barehanded. This was such a display of strength that, as Jones put it, he would hesitate to describe it to us, were it not that the shattered wood and metal must be still available as evidence. The patrolman on the beat had been summoned to the shelter, and his report would doubtless be coming through channels.